1: Henry, you're doing pottery? No, no. I mean, uh,
0: evil pottery. Oh. I'm researching it for this week's episode of Last Podcast on the Left. Um, I don't want to to hint it too much. Got it. Sometimes a crock pot will make you torture a lot of people. What? Oh, the- my.
2: You mean with your shitty dips and chili recipes you keep making for people? How dare
0: you? <laughs> there is nothing more Satanist than a crockpot. I do believe this. It's because of how much work it takes and how much maintenance it takes. Like, it really does. It requires a lot of love. You have to put a lot of sensuality into It's a low it. and
2: slow sitch.
0: Maintaining no, a cast no. iron skillet is a job. It's a fucking entire job. I think the
3: evangelicals might have you on that one, Henry. They know how to crockpot. They love to crockpot. It's all they do all day is stare at that damn thing.
0: No, but that's where we stole, Satanism stole its culinary discipline from Catholicism. From Catholicism
1: also, but it's Midwestern. Or evangelical, it's all about making that funeral food. That's what everyone eats oh, yeah. all year mm. round. It's funeral, oh, yeah. funeral, funeral food. Potatoes,
2: mm-hmm. good stuff. Okay, Get here's a, my mm. thing though. So you have your crock pot, which is slow and slow, but you got your instant pot, which is like fast and hard and pressure. So where does that lie?
3: That is up to you and your mood.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, to be honest, it seems like a, an InstaPot. If you use it exclusively, you might not be good in bed.
3: I don't know. Or you have to go to work, get it done. Wham, bam. Perfect. Have fun.
0: That's actually true. Sometimes the cooking can't be the focus of your life. I think but you're bad. Yeah. In,
3: I think you're bad in bed if you only use the microwave. That means you just masturbate in front of your partner and then you go to and work.
2: It, <laughs> and it, it depends too. It's like, are you going to do, do like? Are you going to do like the slow release? or Are you going to do like the quick release uh, with that pressure? Yeah. If you, you know are what you going to be? Guys?
0: Are you trying to be Sting or are you trying to be Jeffrey Tubin? whoa, right? right. Yeah. And I, don't think, I think finished. Th-
1: the ultimate question is what if you just eat shit right out of the can and don't heat it up? Cause you've hit a new low of quarantine depression. Honestly,
3: uh, room temperature bean chili from Hormel is, it's the perfect temperature for it. Cause you can dip don't it in the Ritz. Him. No, you no, can't. No, no. And it's totally don't safe. Don't listen to him. You can that dip it disgusting. in the Ritz. You can put a little been,
0: cheese in it. You've been cross feeding you and Jerry too much. Like you and Jerry <laughs> are eating too similar of meals. No, it's absolutely <laughs> pathetic.
3: I went to the Ralph's. And my bill was $147. I bought myself three things of spaghetti and some ragu and everything else was for the dogs. It's insane how expensive <laughs> oh dog food is. And it's just bones. There's so it's many just bones. bones.
1: Okay. So my, my dogs have upset stomach situation and I made plain rice and boiled chicken. Cause that's what you're supposed to feed them yes. when they're not doing well. And then I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, this is also what's for dinner for us to <laughs> yeah, Just like <laughs>
0: You take a section of it, you put salt and pepper on it, now we can eat it, and now the, the other stuff is for the dog. Well, you pour some cheese on the top of it. It's honestly very tasty. A little... Yeah. A little
1: Yeah, a little soy sauce, you know, and you've got a typical college meal. Uh, Well, you guys, guys, welcome (laughs) to Sidework Podcast. Here we are. I'm your host, Andrea Wallace. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. And joining us today are our very amazing co-hosts and uh, co-podcast network zaddies and friends. Uh, Please welcome, yay, Ben Kissel and Henry Zabrowski. everybody.
0: Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for having us. It's good to be halved,
3: yeah. right?
1: <laughs> it is good to be had. Um, wait, but Ben and Andrea and and Henry, you may know this too. We mm. were talking about crockpot dips. Um, mm. I I also did originate. Uh, it's a dip party. It's called I dip, you dip, we dip. Return of the dip. Well, that dance
3: it, that really it's, did not age well with COVID.
1: No, <laughs> no no dips no. are the least covid friendly
3: <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, are. honestly so I, I watched one 2020 episode about 15 to 20 years ago about salsa they did a salsa and after the party they took how many like biological chem- like what was in the don't salsa don't fucking do this worse than a toilet bowl and oh it's my been get. I, I still would get stoned and drunk and I will definitely dip the salsa but it is really bad for you. it's I've learned.
0: When we've had our quarantine over, what we'll do is if we do have dips, which is the saddest thing in the world, you scoop out individual dip yes. bowls for each person to have. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it really highlights how much dip you normally eat, where Fair. like you put what you would consider to be like a cup of pure, like, you know, Mexican five layer dip into a, into a bowl. And like, you realize like, that's like four chips.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was talking about. The Hormel chili and cream cheese crock pot dip, which is with a Ritz cracker or a yep. tortilla chip, is mm. a Midwestern delight. Yes, so it is. I, Man, I'm fucking I
2: mean, hungry. I think as hell. by Ben's logic, like at his Super Bowl party, which will be distanced, of course, everybody just gets their own can opener, Hormel <laughs> chili can, and rock hard brick of cream cheese. Yeah, And they can just DIY Put it. What is this? Like
1: this
0: sounds like a hobo's birthday party. <laughs> it sounds great.
1: <laughs> well, Ben, Ben, real quick, um, you know, since we're gonna dip into like scarier parts of the service industry, we know you do have a little bit of uh, you know, working in a restaurant. You worked at a <laughs> Wendy's, right?
3: Oh my god. I've worked at Wendy's Pizza Hut, um Barbie's Fire. Sabrari, Fire. yeah, fired, fired, Fire. fired, Burger King. Fire. Um, what else have I done? There's, uh, there's maybe one or two more. And then when I first got to New York, I was a frequent, I I went to Milwaukee university and I went to all the bars there on a regular basis. So I lied to all the managers that I had made friends with as a patron and told them to tell everyone that calls that I was a bartender. So then I got bartending job after bartending job in New York city. And then I was fired after about two days because I didn't know how to (laughs) I didn't know how to do all the money and stuff. So But the uh, truth is is that <laughs> yeah. I feel like
0: that's how most bartending jobs are gotten that's the hustle. in New York. Yeah. It's that you have to lie.
2: You just fake it till you make it. It's like anything Unless else. Unless you're but a yeah.
0: beautiful woman. Eh, well, even I though, I don't know. like I don't know. Yeah, yeah they don't lie was- at
3: all, Henry.
1: No, never. That's how you get your restaurant jobs. That's a well-known fact. We've discussed it the past two years that you just have a friend vouch for you. And you're like, yeah, Yeah. he's, he's from uh, the blue stove or, you know, or whatever. And I mean,
3: and you have to have them lie because they can't just be like, he was my favorite drunk. I think that you should give him a job as the bartender. He'll drink
2: your inventory and fuck up your ring. Tell us, Ben, is there like a specific night where you were so weeded because you didn't know how to work a register?
3: I was that early, I, I think it was called Manchester pub on 78th and uh, second <gasps> Avenue. And, oh, God. Uh, and all of these dude bros came in and they were like, you're just not serving us fast enough. And they all laughed. And I was like, I don't know. And then, uh, they were mad, I guess. <laughs> but then I also had a lot of great people there that enjoyed me. And so I made good money. I just didn't know how to do it, but I got that right. job because the previous bartender was an alcoholic and they found him asleep in the kitchen on the morning. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but then I because I was a horrible bartender. Then I got a job bouncing at a place called Cabin in the East Village oh, on Second right. Avenue. Well,
2: famous. Between,
3: <laughs> yep, between Second and or between Fourth and Fifth, and I was bouncing there for about a year and a half or two years, and uh, I met a lot of great people when I was enforcing the law.
1: Well, that was clearly <laughs> never on a Thursday. It must have been a weekend job. No, because... it wasn't a
3: Thursday. I was there at Cabin. I remember really? when Sean Patton. I remember when Sean Patton and uh, and uh, Chesley great comedians very
0: thin i remember chesley
3: very great happy happily married man to a woman i don't know i never married. said that he wasn't no but there we was all, a lot of speculation did, but yeah. yeah we everyone did which is great but i was there and they i had to i checked both of their ids to make I sure they could that. get into the bar
1: well, and the, the bartender, Michelle, who was a real spitfire. Um, Michelle I'm- was
3: the reason I got into multiple fights because she would do this thing where she would char- she be like, let's do a shot. And then the guys would be like, of course we'll do shots. And then she charge yes. them for the shot that she of took. Of course. And then, yeah, yeah. People- and then people are super hammered. And then they have righteous indignation. And then it's like, hey, Ben, why don't you come over here, you aspiring stand-up comedian, and break it all up. Uh, it was a nightmare. No, but I it- did get... I did get did a lot of free cocaine. just started whole point, so many shit
0: shows. <laughs> I thought the whole point was to have them buy you the shot. So you do the shot with them as as the lady. Like no, they get to have Henley, a lady doing a shot with she's them. She's
1: the bartender. She, and I don't know. She
3: would, she would propose it and she would do like top shelf shit and they would get their, <laughs> wow. they would get their bill back. And, and there would be lit and their bill would be like $400 and it was just. Man, it was horrible. But then it was a vicious cycle because then the owner, Cal, was like, she's the best bartender we have. You should see how much she pulls in. I'm like, it's all a scam.
1: It is. Yeah. I, I know that she got really angry at my group of friends and we were asked to not return for maybe one whole week because you can never actually get banned from Cabin. No, but, no, uh, no. She pissed no. off She pissed off Mike Burns and he threw a PBR at the mirror. And then... <laughs> uh, I probably helped them look
0: at that place. That place was awful. I love that place. Some of my best memories in New York happened at that bar. Henry, do
3: you remember the way that the bathroom, I'm sure all of us do, the bathroom never, it was never repaired. So every week it was just worse and worse. And by the end, the men did not have a toilet. They did not have the, I don't believe there was even didn't, a urinal and there was no there sink. There was not
0: a toilet. There was not a toilet. <laughs> there was not a working sink.
2: Was there just like an open sink? It, it was <laughs>
0: disgusting. That's what a urinal became. That's what it became where you yes. just go and kind of just piss in a, a dented part of the wall. And keep in like, mind, knowing
2: men and a dive bar, like dudes are still going to take shits in there somehow.
0: Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> Sean Patton specifically talking about taking a shit in there about how he had to He basically like parkour where he had to put his feet up on the wall of the little stall because it was just the stump of the toilet that was left. And he just shat on what was essentially just a horrible, evil stool versus a toilet in any way, shape, or form. I remember that night, too, because he came out just being like, I took a shit in there like it was a huge accomplishment. And we're all like, why did you do this? And now when I go in there, it's literally your shit. I now know exactly what your shit looks like. Not good.
3: Toril jelly. He's got a no. bad well, He's got a bad uh, diet. He's got a bad lifestyle. And and uh, and just to put some context into this, that was the hottest show in New York it City. Was. So every comedian, every comedian that would go there would just be like, oh man, I gotta get on this show. And gotta it's like, get on. It, and it is in the back room of this bar that was originally just kind of a nice bar. It, it slowly was. Devolved, devolved into the diviest of all the dives, almost to the point where you got the feeling it was just a tax scam.
0: It's, it's pretty It right. just
3: also
2: means like uh, up-and-coming comedian urine dissolves bathrooms. I think is basically what it comes down well, to.
1: I, I almost had a, a cockroach crawling in my vagina while I Yay. tried to so pee.
2: That's, that's just called cutting your teeth in New York. I,
3: think. <laughs> I thought it was a cockroach, not a pussy roach. <laughs> um, wow! Wow! wow.
0: Fuck, man, man a- you have been. Kissel truly, honestly, has been very He's heavy on. with the wordplay recently.
1: He's no, you've been you've been firing him off. firing him really? off. pun city over here.
3: Wow. Do you
1: guys care if we jump into some server submitted stories from our listeners? Play- of Do course
2: we. All righty, guys. Well, here we go with the first server a submitted story. Hey. I have one for you. I was working at a fairly upscale wine bar in a college town in Missouri. Oh my God. When one of my coworkers had a pretty surreal experience.
3: And by upscale wine bar in a college town in Missouri, that means they had Mad Dog Watermelon. Fair, Mad yeah. Dog 2020 Watermelon. That was the most difficult one to get.
0: Wait a second. They have a red and a white wine? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. What? Well,
1: it is f- it's what? fairly
2: upscale,
3: and a <laughs> purple sure one. Is-
1: pretty sure this is just a buzz
2: ball. All right. So a man at one of his tables flagged him down furious after finding a human tooth in his ketchup. Fuck yeah. Which was probably the red of the day, right? Okay, hold on ketchup. a second.
3: Can I just say, does a fancy wine bar serve ketchup? I I mean, this one does.
2: Okay. It's, a, it's a fairly upscale. It's not fancy.
3: <laughs> okay. I love it.
2: Okay, so the server apologized profusely, removed the ketchup, and fled to the kitchen. A certain line cook was already missing several teeth. So he thinks this asshole lost a tooth on the line, and it somehow ended up in the guy's ketchup ramekin.
0: Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> it's not the worst thing. At least you can see it. It's not like you go home and you get sick, and then the doctor's like, you have cum poisoning. Like, at least you can be like, oh, that's a tooth? I'm that's good. a tooth. i
2: yeah, yeah. So the cook swears up and down. He doesn't know where the tooth came from. You know, old Missouri <laughs> Joe's like, it wasn't one of my teeth. I know I counted them this morning. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, so the server goes back out to the table to try and settle the guy down, but he's uh, and he's totally done a one eighty. He's apologizing, and then he realized after the shock and I guess of seeing a human tooth in his ketchup that it was his own tooth that fell in the ramekin.
3: Oh my! God. <laughs> the wow. whole time. Whoa. Okay, hold on a second. How white? That's like extension- the lady. The
0: lady I covered on the stream that took, like, there was one woman that she was all proud of the fact that she got rid of her teeth uh, without uh, saving money from going to the doctor. So she had a a monkey wrench attached to fishing line that she put around her teeth and would throw the monkey wrench to try to, like, pull the teeth out of her mouth. And she called those teeth her wigglies.
1: No. The ones in front.
3: So it sounds like a wiggly got loose. They did have wigglies. How white and soft do your teeth have to be to chip them on ketchup? So he chipped his teeth on the ketchup? Yeah, Yeah, it's honestly, did this time travel? It
2: was the application of ketchup that went onto it. Um, I broke a tooth eating toast at brunch once, but it's because it was just a bad tooth, which is what happens. But I think the point is, is that like, this is just another example how like, when you're out to eat, there's customers who are just like, why would anything ever be my fault? It's obviously your fucking fault that this has happened.
1: Um, I just, (laughs) but it's also just so shocking to lose a tooth that I would absolutely pass the buck and be like, "This is someone else's tooth." Meanwhile, (laughs) I'm missing. Okay,
3: hold on a second. I mean, obviously, this guy isn't a detective. Wouldn't you feel immediately when you lost a tooth? Yes. Isn't that a thing? As soon as it
0: slid out of my gum, I knew. I knew I lost a tooth. Yes, because you're so used to having all of them, all the teeth yeah be inside the gums right mm-hmm.
2: yeah you have one little like sore on your mouth and your tongue's immediately like what's that what's that what's that like your tongue's a detective for your mouth there Let's we go say that,
3: it yeah. really yeah. is and that's why sometimes, my tongue is full of my tongue is very hairy because <laughs> sometimes good?
0: your tongue can be a detective detective of someone else's mouth
2: <laughs> my tongue has its own magnifying glass. Oh
0: my goodness! Mm-hmm. Little hat, little
1: uh, hat. Uh, well, you know what? They ended it saying that uh, I think the guy left a good tip, which I think you have to do after you accuse someone of putting a tooth in your ramekin of ketchup. And I you tip thirty percent at least.
3: Well, he he must have dental care, otherwise they're lucky they got even a, anything. They're lucky he paid for his food, and that okay. just ran out of there.
1: Well, we had a, I worked with a bartender in Brooklyn who like always lost his fake tooth and he would like, he loved to like put it on the bar while we were prepping for the shift. I was like, why Why? are you fucking doing? Justin would lose his tooth so often that then we got like he made a contraption where he kind of kept it on like a chain, like a nice necklace that kind of like, so like he would put it on a necklace when he would take it out of his mouth so he wouldn't lose it. Cool. So he had like a tooth on his, f- yeah. Cool. Anyway, oh, yeah.
0: Girls must have loved him. Yeah. Oh. That's fun to I do. I know.
1: Well, our old co-host, she's like, you know, I slept with him. I'm like, that nah, that, that adds up. Okay. Well, how do you think <laughs> you
3: lost the tooth? Of course. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello, shift leaders. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Uh, this is coming in from Claire. All right, Claire writes in, I have a terrifying bar regular story to pass along just to give you the creeps. I already <laughs> love this story. It reminds me, there was a bar that I used it's to go you. to. you.
1: Me, no.
3: oh, they, they, the bartenders like loved me they were crying new york is really sad i'm gone the bartender community is uh, is bereft right now um but uh there was I, I used to go to this place called carmine this is me talking now not claire uh, i used to go to this place called carmines it authentic it's where like iceman Kaplinski was right on Graham avenue and yes. it was there forever and so all of these old-timey mob guys just come in there and they're all like hunchback now and they look totally harmless Every single story was about how the one dude that was the most dangerous guy in the neighborhood was still strapped. He had it in his ankle, which he couldn't even lean over to get. He was in a walker, and it was just absolutely insane. He was 86, like at the age of like 86, and he was still considered like armed and dangerous. And I just love old-timey bar regulars that are truly like threatening even now. What a guy! What a guy! What a guy! There's another bar. If you get a chance, Junior and Sons. The only thing they talked about was funerals. You are just
0: you're just plugging literally the worst bars in really.
1: Carmine's
3: is great. Junior and Sons. Carmine's is great. Carmine's is good. Carmine's is good.
1: Yeah, I lived off Leonard. I was really close to Lorimer, so I was like really close to your neighborhood. And everyone tells me that my. Crossed the like my uh, kitty corner neighbor was Popeye Doyle. Um, e? And I was like, I don't know if that's fucking true, but he he was a retired cop. I looked him up. His name's Jimmy. And I got really mad at him because one of his um maintenance men blocked me into my driveway. And I was like new girl in the neighborhood. And I called the car and I was like, I am about to call the police to get this removed from my driveway. And he, goes, go and he And he goes, <laughs> go ahead. Call the police. See what happens. And Jesus I was like, Christ. oh my God. Oh, and, then, no, sir. and then and then I found out that the mafia polices the, the like the NYPD lets mafia just police these neighborhoods in Brooklyn. They're the
3: NYPD. Wow. They are uh, the
1: NYPD. Anyways.
3: Indeed. All, all right. All, all right. right. Back
2: back into Claire's story. Back into Claire.
3: Here we go. So terrifying story. Regular gifts are the creeps. I've been in the industry for many years working both back and front of the house. I don't know why that seems like a sexual <laughs> <to> me, but <laughs> it's just Terms, oh, right. <laughs> I see. Okay. But this story begins at one of my very first serving jobs. I worked, uh, I worked at some I'm worked at what some might call a drinking restaurant. Being willing and able to work very drunk was a job requirement. So I was freshly in my 20s, working in a place where alcohol freed slowly and I was loving at. However, there was a regular who sat at the bar every day, all day, open to close. He was polite, tipped very well, and made friends with all the staff. He was the kind of guy who lived to sit at the bar 24-7. We all we all do know that kind of guy.
1: Yeah, yeah we do. Uh,
3: the guy who mm-hmm. was there when you walk in. But it's nice to see a fresh face, isn't it? Uh, or the same face, really, the opposite of a fresh face. But it's nice to be like, hey, hey, uh, whatever. That being said, we learned to accept him as part of our jobs. We each had our shift drinks plus 10 more on the stool next to him and even became friends over time. But one day he didn't come in and that was very concerning until we found out why the man we, the man we served and sat next to for years talked openly after countless free drinks. He was arrested for peeping into multiple women's windows on multiple occasions. He had such, he had made such good friends with the staff at our restaurant. The GM had let him borrow her car one evening shortly after returning the vehicle the cops came knocking on her door her license plate had been identified as a man sped away after being spotted peeping into women's windows honestly the internet really could have helped this guy you can just it's called tiktok now little do we know after years and years of giving him free shots of fireball we were sitting next to a man who was a registered sex offender for over a decade (laughs) Wow. <laughs> this arrest was Jeez. not his first And we had no idea He came in one day for his regular order of a shot You had beer. no
0: idea how many times is He ordered in that Shirley Temple
3: he came in one day for his regular order of a shot and a beer and the next he sat in jail for being a fucking creep sometimes we just never know who sits on sometimes we just never know who sits on the other side of the bar so be careful you guys are the best i live for these i live for these server submitted stories as i work through my doubles and shout out to my husband daniel they met his servers They were just having a drink and now they finally and now they get to have sex with each other because they're married. Yeah. Finally turned his apron for it. He's working at a tech job. So there you go. Good job, Claire. And I'm so happy that you got that man too drunk to go spy on women. You're probably a lifesaver.
1: Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. I think that's the point. You got to incapacitate them so that. At least if they're gonna spy, that they fall out of the tree, you know, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Just that they're so drunk that they become very identifiable.
3: There was one dude at Carmine's who he wasn't allowed to go back to Florida. And I oh. asked him, his name was Georgino. Giorgino, something like that. And uh, yeah, yeah, I asked yeah, yeah. Him, out why, him, yeah, I asked him why he couldn't go back to Florida. And he started crying and said he didn't want to talk about it.
0: Oh, well. Mm-hmm. And then he was when also about I, that I don't follow up. There's a certain type of question that you ask that you don't follow. If you can't go to a whole state, I don't know if we should be hanging out. Especially Florida.
1: (laughs) Right. It takes so much to get the boot from Florida. Permanently
2: kicked out of Florida. Yeah. It's one thing to do it by choice. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes.
3: If Alaska is the only state that takes you in the union, you've done something horribly
0: Something bad has
3: happened.
1: Well, uh, oh, God, Claire, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's working in a bar, bartending, having your regulars. You're just like, just pay me and uh, let's keep it light. I don't want to know what you're up to. Um, I love Amber's got such great stories about crazy regulars, too. She told us some such good shit when she was on the pod. Um, She's
0: great for that. Honestly, she is so so good for that.
1: Ugh, she keeps her cool. I'm not good at that. But I also think Amber's sort of like- Oh, like Amber she, Nelson. Oh, yeah. She gets off on that sort of like, well, sir, I'm now going to take a very calm demeanor. Yes. And mm. just um, just continue to dress you down until you cry. Okay? gosh, She'd
3: be a great dominatrix. I could see the CEOs of, all, of Wells Fargo just going in there and just getting pummeled by her with her sweet Southern accent. Uh, yeah. I don't want to think about it, but I'm just saying that. You I'm, just did.
1: We did. I said it and
3: then I thought about
1: it. I pictured her with one of those cute little cat lady uh, leather masks on. But anyways, moving on. (laughs) We've got one coming in from overseas. This one says, first of all, thanks for the pod. You continue to amaze me with your stories and confuse me with the concept of your almost mandatory tip system. It is mandatory.
0: (laughs) It is mandatory.
1: Or you're a dickhead, you know? So I worked in a bar in a smaller town in Denmark for two years where I observed some truly stupid behavior. A thing you need to know about the service industry in Denmark is that we don't tip. It does happen, but only when the service is really, really good. Servers and bartenders here get paid between $15 and $30 an hour depending on your hours and the place. There's no minimum wage here, but if you pay below $15, you're kind of an asshole
3: i forget where i forget where we were but we tipped and the person got really offended and i didn't know i forget was that in ireland i don't know but apparently in some cultures not only do you not tip if you tip you're an asshole. it's an insult
0: i don't don't, know
3: what in the world that
0: needs there should be a pamphlet when you arrive in europe yes
1: (laughs) just post it in the menu somewhere yes whatever yeah don't tip we mean it um Okay, so oh, so it sounds like if you work in an establishment that pays you less than $15 an hour, this place is definitely, you know, owned by assholes, but it means that you can then act like an asshole. So yeah, tit for tat, I get that. Yeesh. So she says, my former boss used to say that the patrons paid for drinks, not service. Um, You know, fair That's enough. horrible. I, wish it, was, that is really I wish it was that simple here, but.
3: No, it's not, but that doesn't make any sense. If I want, I don't pay for the drink. I can pay, I can buy the drink. You paid for the service right
0: yeah you buy for the you're saying you're having fun in a bar it's all of the shit we miss
1: yes, it's it everything is. that's been
0: taken from us
1: i'm gonna Enjoy go you're rec- sitting in a bar that's what you're paying
0: for i'm gonna Enjoy go on your record
1: sitting on- and say all the descriptions of cabin made me not miss a bar but anyways yes, uh, yeah, it, yeah it does help
3: well honestly like, no ca- cabin the first month of cabin before the bar owners realized they had to like continue to clean it Wonderful, wonderful. It was oh really nice.
1: God, that is so ugh. okay. Nasty. So she says, I often had eleven-hour shifts alone in the bar from eighteen to o five. Let's do the math: from six to five in the morning. Okay, where this oh. one evening, <laughs> I know, I'm so European. Yeah. Where this one evening, I had a particularly gross guy at the bar. He offered me hundred and sixty dollars for a kiss on the cheek for absolutely no reason. Like I'm cute, but I have resting bitch face, and I didn't want to be oh. there. He had that good old drunk nose. We know the one with oh what yeah. is it? it's like you get cauliflower ear but then you get the it's like a bulbous gin bulbous nose. Bulbous gin nose. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, bul-
0: yeah budweiser nose.
1: Yep. <laughs> and uh, he- <laughs> and he the was- king of noses.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so this guy was just generally an old alcoholic. So for me, that was a sound. Hell no. I told him I was uncomfortable receiving so much money just to be polite, you know, trying to wave him off and, you know, not tell him that he was gross looking and that I didn't want to kiss him. So then he was like, I'll just lower the price to $80 then if you'll kiss me.
3: Yeah. You know, okay.
1: she's like, well, that story didn't work either. And here's another one. She says, I have epilepsy and I had a seizure behind the bar at four in the morning alone. The only people there were was a guy and a girl in the corner and some drunks. Immediately, the guy and one of the drunks sprung to action, got me out, talked to me, helped me clean up and lock the bar so I could go to the emergency room. I thanked them as well as I could in the state that I was in. I later met the girl during a shift. She got the most expensive drink for free and I told her I was sorry I ruined her hookup but turned out not to be necessary as they took a cab back to his place right after dropping me off at the hospital. Ooh, uh, wow. Yeah. She says it takes more than seeing a seizing bartender to turn them off, I guess. Love is love. Never saw the guy again but the girl got free drinks every time she came to my part of the bar. Obligatory apologies for accidental bad English. Stop right. it. You know your English is bad better than most Americans, okay? She says, thanks again, Trina.
3: All right, well, very nice. She hooked him up. I know. I mean, it is very bizarre that as a couple, they had a mutual fetish for watching a bartender collapse and shake on the ground.
1: But I guess that that, really got him going. That night, they both discovered their kinks. They're like, you too? Oh, it's on. Uh We had a
0: voice class in college where we learned this thing. We were doing this some weird, dumb, fake thing called tremor work. Where the goal was to hold certain positions so your body would shake and you would release emotions. I have no clue. It was just Florida State. uh, (laughs) And so, but this woman came in, this like lithe, like 40 something woman came into a group. Their class was like all guys, but like one. It was very rare for florida state honestly but it was like all guys except for like one girl and this we were for an acting class yeah it really was it was just one of those how it broke down this woman sat in front of us she's like i'm gonna teach you guys um this proper technique and so she's like in this live suit and so a bunch of just 20 year old men stare good boys staring at this woman and she does She goes in a full spread eagle. She's wearing pants and everything. Okay. But she's wearing, like, lycra pants, like leggings. She goes and sticks her legs up in the air, and her legs start shaking. She starts going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah." like, making these, like, crazy noises. And it was just all of these dudes just transfixed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just watching, just like, what? Okay. Okay. You know, like, uh, this the scent of, like, oh, my God, it smells like a pack of feral orangutans in here. (laughs) <laughs> so it did work that way
1: well ladies hot tip that's how you spread your pheromone around and get yourself a husband oh, la- that that those classes exist here now in la like ladies take those
2: classes all the time like you just the, the shake and the cry and the the, the pelvic thrust and mm-hmm,
1: it's a real thing yep wow yep our friend instructs uh, a lot of them um she also seriously. Like, yeah yeah she does that and it, it's, it's like, uh, how
3: is it different than yoga
1: You shake. (laughs) Purposefully you shake and you moan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's to get in touch with your body. She told me like one of my lower chakras, my sensuality was blocked and prescribed me laying on the floor every morning after I woke up and putting on like erotic music and writhing on the ground <laughs> and getting into my body and making mm-hmm. noises. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it because the landscapers were there. And uh <laughs> yeah. just wasn't do time, it? Because every time
0: they're just being like, This is the time when the boss lady does her.
3: <laughs> writhing exercises it's like at some point commercial. it's like, I mean I
2: also are like zigzagged all fucked up like
3: I think you're <laughs> greatly underestimating how unattractive it is to see a woman in her in her special place when you're not aroused I was walking up the, the F train uh, in Brooklyn or in uh, just in uh, on Essex Avenue in, in Manhattan I walk up this chick's skirt blows up she's not wearing panties and I just saw the the, the pussy but I'm not in the brain of it and I'm just like, ah, ah, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so you're a landscaper. All of a sudden you look in and you just see this chick. I would just be like, this is not, it's like when you accidentally keep the porn on your phone and then you turn it back on and you're like, I really wonder what's going on with the Packers game. And then all of a sudden you're like, who would watch this? Would oh yeah. Did that? that
0: happen to you today with all the videos of, we looked up on side stores yesterday of guys sucking their own dicks. I oh, didn't realize man. I
3: literally was so ignorant. I was like, I don't think it's been done, but then it has uh, but it has been done in a way that I didn't expect. They lay on their back and bring the penis to their mouth. I always thought it. It takes a like- lot of stressing. It takes a lot of stretching.
2: Yeah. But this yes, is- too, because you don't want to strain your neck. You should just bring the dick to you. Don't bring, bring your neck to the
1: dick. That's, That's why I thought all- it was- a lot of sense. Yeah. It also helps. It also helps to have one of those dicks that you can see from the back. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. One of those where if they're like, you know, back uh, turned yeah. to you and you can still see it. You're- yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'd nice imagine thing. if you bend yep. that way, there's got to be a lot of
2: gas release in the process of it. You know what I mean? There's got to be like a lot of farting before the dick gets yeah, I, I, I honestly. Because yeah. those positions really push it out of you.
3: Yes. <laughs> the guys I that I saw doing it, I'm not, I, I would actually be surprised if they farted. They were very, very well done. Very, very thin. Very, yeah, very thin. Ooh.
0: Hey, y'all. Let me start off with, I'm sorry for the delay, but hey, I run back a house, so it's always my fault anyways. In all seriousness, I work at a high-end gentleman's club built upon native land. Oh! We are located <laughs> in southern Illinois. This is incredible. But I'm from Chicago, I'm from Chicagoland, and now working at this fine establishment. I had the lovely opportunity to meet many celebrities. You see, next to us is a music venue. Fun, right? Nope. Not fun. What? One of the first celebs I met was a young rap artist with a name that kind of sounds like Mella Golf. For metal real, wolf? I can't get in trouble for this. I was yellow it was yellow wolf. Yellow wolf. Total prick. The men of Guar, total nice. sweeties with a lovely manager. I've Absolutely, heard that. I bet. I've heard that. I have Now on to the <laughs> year of fun. Within the first year of working back of house at this titty bar, I found myself listening to some death metal. Log, D.S.I. all the like, balls deep into my lunch rush music, hearing Blair and a G, head banging flipping stakes when suddenly the music stops and <gasps> a crash from your feet from the line near the dry dish area. Y'all, it was my goddamn phone. What? It had been resting atop the cold t- table at, at in a deep fourth pan like a speaker, and it fucking flew across the line, face down by all my extra pants. Cracked the whole ass screen. Fuck me, right? Then a few months later down the road, I start to hear a little girl calling my name. Gia. Gia. G- Giovanna. I thought I was losing it. Until she started saying, Mommy. Y'all, at this point, I was over it. Here I thought it was a combination of JMO and white drugs, but no. This little girl ghost has been haunting the whole club, VIP
3: and all. What? Turned out she didn't care for the angry music. She had
2: that kind of access?
3: Yes, I guess so. <laughs> oh, my God. Honestly, she better pay, she's paying a lot of ghost money for that.
0: She really yeah. is. Uh, Or am I being mad at the request for a well-done $35 fillet? She likes to play with the day bartender's long hair, make the hanging glasses clink, or simply just run around and giggle. You can legit feel her. She is the sweetest little thing. Just don't play metal music around here. Want to hear about the apparition with a top hat walking into the ladies' room? No? Okay. Well, one day, while I was using the front of house ladies' room, the front door hostess came in busting and screaming, Sir, sir, dude, you can't be in here. (gasps) An entertainer and myself came out of our perspective toilets not even finished if you will to scramble and snatch this evil evil man that was never there he tends to haunt the large suites so i rarely have to indulge him story goes he was murdered way back when it wasn't a titty bar that served food apart from the man who died (laughs) in one of the suites and the other that was pre the others are all pre-cabaret they all still mess with us every day in their own spooky ways like the record show I've had a few shots and some wine. Godspeed and good tips, Giovanna.
3: Hold on a second. So, the Indian burial ground is not the scariest thing going on at the strip club. It's just former patrons who got kicked out for being like, I nah, grabbed the movies when I want to grab the movies. No, that was, was a, this, that was was this a ghost. The
2: guy, was this the guy from Claire's story going into the bathroom? It could be. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, honestly,
0: it did sound like she was having sex with another man. And so, <laughs> or like, someone in the bathroom while this was all happening. So that's, I mean, that works. I also I don't love,
3: love that she clarified. That, the, that she had a turtle head Still sticking out of her butthole When she got up And you have to Obviously no matter what If there's a home invasion And I'm in the midst of doing Defecation number two I'm finishing I don't care If that's how I, I die mean, That's how I die
0: When it comes down to Do you have to build up The suspense of that person Because you're going to want To surprise him When you're inside of your home So when it comes out of it You just kind of shit And then you hear the Flush and you attack
1: him <laughs> That's cool that I, is like cool. the, I like the idea of a VIP little girl in the club. She's like, "Do you know who my ghost dad is? Let me yeah. back here."
2: I love that <laughs> she's calling her mommy, and she's like, "I'd be like, I'm not your mom. Like, first of all, Like, first uh, of yes. All, honestly, I mean, can't
3: you be open to, and take in this ghost adoption? Foster I, a
1: child. A foster, girl ghost? I would
3: say. foster this ghost. I, foster I, the ghost. I,
1: there were some other parts <laughs> of the story." That got, you know, it was hard to kind of squeeze in there, but she's like, Have y'all ever heard a stripper's head? Crack from falling ten feet off of a pole. <laughs> I was Jesus.
3: like, "Oh my god!" I actually onto on
2: granite, onto granite. Oh. At
3: pure platinum, solid gold, in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, they have it. Is so freaking impressive. It's a fifty feet pole. They have multiple fifty feet poles, and these women can climb up not using their hands. Like it is truly unbelievable. But I no, did they're see, very strong. It takes oh, it's a unreal. lot of strength. But to I do pole dancing. I did see like a blooper, and she caught herself right on the. It was like. Like out of a movie she fell probably 15 feet grabbed herself oh. with her legs again about five feet before she was about to jack her head and then everyone oh but then like everyone I mean, she did get a lot more money people did make it rain isn't that nice that is cool. that like, but it was, it was like a
2: mission impossible situation like it was very scary Marvel's like hits right before the.
3: well because also <laughs> it's like what you do in wwe when owen felt when owen hart fell from the ceiling and he died in the ring they just sweep mm. her up and they have to bring candy up next, like, you got to The show must go on. Show's going on.
1: shows. Go, you got to sometimes dance over the... Uh, <laughs> the, corp,
3: dance the, over the corpse, the bleeding corpse. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. Well, you guys, uh, if you have any amazing server-submitted stories to send our way, please go ahead and write them down. Think down deep in your brain. What's the best story you can send us? And you go ahead and shoot them to us at SidewarePod at gmail.com. Or go ahead and just slip them into our DMs.
1: And before we go on with the rest of the show, just a reminder, come join our Patreon, you guys. We're getting it going. Do it. It's the cool thing that all the cool kids are doing. Uh, You can find us at patreon.com. Uh, side work and uh, do us a favor uh, if you like what you're listening to subscribe rate review it makes us feel good it makes us feel horny and good whoa okay, Help, support,
0: and support the artists
1: awesome well we're kind of doing another uh, part two to our Halloween Sort of uh we had all server submitted stories last week that Henry, thank you so much for joining for that. Mm -hmm. You of course you like made some of our listeners' days. They're like, I can't fucking believe Henry read my story, blah, blah, blah. It was great. So we kind of wanted to move into the topic. Um, you know, we're like murders and restaurants and bars, like they just go hand in hand. Um, but I feel like the natural Instinct is to be like, oh, let's talk about the burger chef, like that horrible story, or Zenku chicken, or whatever. And the thing is, like, bartenders and, and service employees were usually we're usually the victims of senseless murders, robberies. Sure. Mm. Yeah. It makes bad, bad headlines. We don't want to go there. Uh, When you really sit and think about it, though, um, we just kind of want to freak everyone out by reminding the public and our fellow listeners that when it comes to bad deeds and horrible things uh, in the service industry, that the calls usually coming from inside the house. We're usually the bad ones, the bad places. So we're going to talk about... All the ways that bars and clubs are kind of trying to kill you are their own little houses of horror. Great. Cool. And we think you guys will (laughs) like this. So, Andrew, you want to, you know, you want to drop into this uh, first little topic with me? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a super fun list this that we found.
2: And awesome. it's basically the bars and clubs that serial killers were regulars at.
3: Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Jane J, man. The bar in Milwaukee, Mad Planet. We used to go there all the time in River West. That was Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite spot to go in the corner and drink PBR and pick up on vulnerable men.
2: Oh, so. I mean it's like we already know that like bars and restaurants are full of normal like normal day predators, right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It like, depends already. on
2: So these are just like Worst case scenarios So like uh, You know We can just go down the line But I'm gonna start With my favorite one Which is City View Tavern In Cincinnati, Ohio Where Charles Manson Used to hang out Before he made His big west coast move So the neighborhood (laughs) That (laughs) The neighborhood That this bar was in Was like The big hippy dippy Like flower power Neighborhood in Cincinnati At the time Charles Manson Would go in uh, Drink a lot of tequila And then threaten To jump off The bar's back Deck, uh, like uh, every time he came in and mm. it was so terrible that the owners decided to stop serving tequila, period. You know like what? nobody could get tequila.
3: You know what's so funny? <laughs> it makes, he is a tequila guy, isn't he? Now that I think yeah, about it, Yeah, he feels Madison, like he's a
0: tequila guy. He likes the desert and I yeah. honestly think that makes quite a bit. I mean, he is a cactus person.
3: Yeah, I never even thought about that, but that and a, makes and all the sense in the world. And
2: monster, if you will.
3: Yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> So yes. yeah, so the tradition because, still
2: holds today. Cause like, I, you can you, you cannot get tequila in this bar.
3: Because I would think that like someone like a Ted Bundy, he's a high class whiskey drinker, right? But he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But he pretends. Right.
0: Well, Ted Bundy right. only was a high class whiskey drinker when he was working for that senator. I feel like during that time period, and then he just became. I see him a, like a, a. I mean, it's an unfortunate name, but I see him more of as a Tang guy.
1: Oh, okay. Come on, yeah. guys.
3: <laughs> wow.
1: Slam. Wow.
3: Come on, guys. Honestly, wow. Tang. if you are in high school right now and you need to mix your vodka with something, Tang is the way to go. Yeah, it
0: really does. And then you get your vitamins.
3: Yeah.
1: We, we, get your- we agree. We agree. There is the, the, the best bar that Andrea oh, and I love. It's called Bad, Bad, De- Decisions. Bad Decisions in Baltimore. Yeah. And they do uh, a zombie in space. It's a, it's a tiki Uh bar and it, and they put Tang in the zombie. Yeah, It's rum and Tang. So fucking good. That place is the best. Uh, So yes. Worst decision I
3: ever made. I mixed, I mixed whiskey with apple juice and brought it to school. It was the only two things I had. Yeah. And then it stayed in my locker room for, or stayed in my locker for like three weeks. It was very bad. Yeah. But if
2: you, if you heat that up, if you heat that up during the fall, everybody wants a piece.
3: Kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. kind of what I was thinking
2: put a cinnamon stick in that shit everybody (laughs) wants it you know all right so this next one I love uh this is the jury room which is in Santa Cruz so this was Ed Kemper's hangout so what he would do this is a fucking cop bar right across the street from the courthouse in Santa Cruz this motherfucker would go shoot the shit about missing co-eds and like talk the talk when the whole time as we know now he's the one that killed all of the co eds. Yep.
0: And they loved cop bars. And it's very common uh amongst uh serial killers. Loving cop bars, wanting to get it inside skinny. A lot of them they are cop fanboys. Yeah. They like to be close to the action and it does work as a way for them to find out how far along the cops are in the investigations, but mostly it's just about feeling uh, some form of connection to authority because most of the time they are um ineffectual losers. Well and so they like to be with a bunch of a bunch of people who have legally have
3: gone and I don't want to point out the heightism here, but I do wonder if that's what caused Ed Kemper to go crazy. Kemper was told that he could not join the police force because he was over their height limit. And Yeah, I do I'm sure wonder, that's the
1: only thing. I'm I sure do wonder if thing. he was
3: allowed to have a badge and a gun, would he not have treated that with so much respect and not killed all those people?
2: I don't ben, know. Ben, you're, you're kind of a Kemper height, aren't you?
3: Are you as yeah, close? I, I'm a two, two, He is very six. I'm six, seven. Okay. Oh, he's
2: like six nine, right? He's yeah. six nine. Yeah. He
3: is, and now he, he's for, real big. For years, he did uh, books on tape. Right? He would his yeah. He did. ran.
0: He ran uh, God Emperor of Dune as well, which is very
3: interesting. Oh
1: my God! He, so, weird. A connection.
0: so weird.
1: So weird. So weird. And if you guys have been to Santa Cruz, like that place is just like there's something in the water that makes serial killers, um, and it's <laughs> and just. Vampires. And some about And it. vampires. It's a beautiful, beautiful part Gorgeous. of the world, though. Gorgeous. Yep. Yeah. But it's creepy. Um, I like, okay, so the last resort bar, this is in Port Orange, Florida, was the last place that Eileen Warnos basically got to have a beer while she was hanging out with bikers. It was right before the cops picked her up um, the outstanding warrant for her weapons possession after she had that beer she got the you know the she they got the confession of the seven men she killed after they scooped her and uh the bar still has her mugshot hanging from the ceiling much i i think when shit like that goes down you have to lean into it right yes. yeah in i think place- so especially
0: mm-hmm. where that bar is that bar is in the one of the most like cryptic parts of Florida like you go down there that is definitely a tourist like point like you make it specifically you make it so people will go there and be excited to sit in the stool that she sat in
1: and this is kind of bullshitty I found out so like this is a local spot here in LA, but the restaurant um, had the famous booth where Robert Blake, you know, that asshole, yes. would sit with his wife before she got murdered and shot out front. And it's been this point of interest where it's like, this is the booth, this is the booth, the murder booth. The restaurant's like, we want to get rid of that and just foster in good, positive vibes. We're yeah, sick they of don't. This. I, I know exactly. Well, he didn't know I, it
0: I, I've been to that restaurant, they're
1: auctioning it. You know, and it's like, just fucking keep it. I don't know. L.A., people come here for that shit. You know, this is what this town's full of murder and mayhem and, you know. This is the true crime
0: capital of America. So
1: my dad's a cop and he was a detective. I don't think we've ever talked about this, all of us. But um, right before... Eileen Warnos uh, basically skipped town to go to Florida before they grabbed her. My dad was on the patrol. Her grandparents lived in my suburb in Michigan where she was, she had been like hiding in the woods was going to, they had like a hot tip that she was going to stop in to check in with her grandparents. And my dad was on the force. They were on the ready to nab her, but then (sighs) she fled to Florida.
3: Whoa, cool!
1: Whoa. Right, my dad's got a lot of good stories. Were there, I love that.
3: Were her grandparents very nice?
1: They were nice Midwestern people. You know what happened to Eileen's a whole. It's a whole thing. I oh I yeah, know, we
3: covered her very oh, much yeah. in depth on the show.
1: I listened to all your stuff, and she's a she's a tragic figure to me.
0: There's a lot going on. To, yep. There's a lot to unpack with Island War Absolutely. Totally. Absolutely. All right,
1: Andre has one more from the
2: oh, LNL. Yeah. Let's do one more on this list. Uh the LNL Tavern in Chicago, Illinois was a super regular haunt for John Wayne Gacy <laughs> Jr. Yes. Okay, I used to get wasted at this bar in Chicago. Yes. really it was like one of my favorite oh, bars yeah. in Chicago. Right on Belmont and Clark, like super super dive. It's one of those bars that's like stood the test of time. Like it's still there after so many years. Um and it's right around the corner from Boys Town, which is the oh, uh which is the gay neighborhood yes, in Chicago. So it does make a lot of sense. Um, that's also, you know, Dahmer would drive down and hit that na- that area too. So I guarantee that motherfucker was hanging out in the L and L at some point as well. Uh. Absolutely.
0: It's right in the center Whoa. of all of it. And again, great dive bar. Great
3: dive <laughs> great. bar, right by Wrigley, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. 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 Fair- fairly close. And again not to brag about my dad I, I have to send you guys this photo um, so his family friend uh, their daughter was my babysitter she was uh, about 10 years older than me and they moved to Chicago and worked for one of the large um, I forget it was if it was like manufacturing or printing or whatever company but they had the big company party and they hired John Wayne Gacy to come be a clown for the children and there is a photo of my old baby Sitter in John Wayne casey's arms. Yes. No. Wow.
3: Honest, yes. Honestly, what's the Yelp review? How was he? Was he good? Did he do a good job?
1: Does, I, any, does anyone like a clown? Does anyone like a so. clown? I don't think so. No, never actually no. Funny. Kids do. no, but he
3: he ruined the clown when he got into he it. Did. People actually like clowns, right?
0: No, he didn't ruin the clown. Cirque du Soleil ruined the clown. Because there is not a single entertaining thing about a Cirque du Soleil clown.
3: Wow. They are
0: awful. They are frightening. And you wonder why they kill, Mr.
3: Zabrowski. You wonder why they kill.
0: They kill because when it comes down to it, they, God, God knows what happens inside of a clown.
1: So I feel like I, like kind of going through that, it really begs the question, which I think I'd like all of us to answer. Where would you hang out, bar, club, uh, restaurant, after you dumped a body? Where do you you think-
0: know what? To, to be honest, mm-hmm. I would do, if I were to dump body, I would go to a place that's not one of my favorite spots. I would actually go more so, like if I've done a heinous crime, I'd probably go and, and dull the edge
3: at Applebee's. Okay.
1: Ooh, Applebee's. Applebee's! I thought
3: you said not one of your favorite spots.
0: No, that ah. is I. But I would go to specifically torpedo it. Did you? Well, and then okay. do the thing where you go being like, "Applebee's is my favorite place to eat and drink,
3: and murder is my favorite hobby." Wow. (laughs) I would. I think you got to go with one of your locals because then everyone knows you're there and everyone will be like, there's no way he just murdered someone. He just had his big, he just had his big Bud Lights and his shots like always. And I think that might provide a good alibi. So I'm going to go where you are recognized.
2: So you'd be at your your Carmines, your well, here,
3: Carmine's Skinny Dennis. I would have gone to Skinny Dennis probably.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, is-
0: definitely. Honestly, that would be a lot of fun to yeah. go if you murdered somebody, but if only if it was a like a righteous murder. Yes, like yes, of course. If you killed somebody that needed to
3: die. Right.
1: I I feel like if I wanted to keep up the appearance of like, hey, everything's normal even though like I just dumped a body, but I got to I got to play it cool, not let anyone catch on. I would probably go straight to, you know, Tuesday night karaoke at Ye Rustic. I yeah. would. Well, you better be I, careful
3: though when you're singing those songs that you don't confess. Yeah, I a Psycho yes. killer. Yeah, um. you could. You could just be like, and then everyone would be like, "Did fucking Brooke just kill someone?" Like all Did, of her is she, songs.
1: Is she is singing, this the Boston Strangler song? Like, what, like, what, is what is happening? A, <laughs> is she singing a "Down by the River" by Neil Young again? Yeah, is that
3: like a location <laughs> for a body? Or why is she singing? Richard no, that's North's where song? I
0: fish. That's where <laughs> I fish.
2: I think I would I mean I think anybody who knows me on this podcast knows that I'd probably go to Buca de Beppo. Buca Ooh. Bell, Buca Buca Bell. De Uh, you know, but probably in Mexico.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will extradite your ass. Honestly, though. they're probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, also a- Be careful if you go to the bar after committing a heinous act though, because you will get drunk and you will you will start chatting. You it, it gets a lot of people
1: caught. You gotta know when you're about to have the fuck it drink. Yeah, you know, when you're when yep. you're good and you're holding it together, and then you have that fuck it drink where then you're like come here i got someone to tell you right you know and it's you you have to know when you're about to have the fuck it drink and don't have the fuck it drink
3: don't unless you're just confessing to like i took the sink you should have ever taken in the bathroom right over there okay that's fine that's fine you know you can confess to doing some stupid i should have called my mother on mother's day i did you can cry yep you just can't confess to a felony yeah,
2: I mean, sometimes that fuck it drink is what, what leads to murder. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, that I don't really
3: know. But I, be...
2: To be
0: honest, l- luckily, every time I have blacked out, I just fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So sometimes Henry, the, you the, the, black that out, drink,
3: I don't know if you remember the fir- the last two hours of your blackout, though, when you're running around and your shirt's off. I've
0: been told, I've been told, I just sleep. I slump. I shut down.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you guys knew me when this was pre-New York, Maybe not even I in knew you, with you, and I, I knew you. Uh, well, you're right, because we met. I knew you. I knew I you. But, but Ben, I met you in Wisconsin before any of us moved to New York. I know, Milwaukee
3: um, with Jocelyn Hughes.
1: crazy, but uh, really? I used to get- Yep, oh yeah, we were working a comedy club. Was it Skyline?
3: Skyline or Comedy Cafe, and, which is now gone.
1: Yeah, and I remember walking in and all the bouncers t- to the comedy club- That was Comedy,
3: comedy Cafe. Were,
1: okay, they were strapped. Everyone and they murdered stressed. a guy.
3: They murdered a guy two years earlier, throwing him onto the street because Brady had had a massive turn. They threw him onto the street because he was too hammered. He got hit by a car and he died. There's a big lawsuit, but I guess he was oh, just right. that bad of a heckler where people were okay. like, okay. so?" But COVID shut it down. No, yeah. I was no, I was there earlier. It's just gone. Wow. I, I, wow. He, okay. Yeah, JD died of a heart attack. He was in the he was in a, in a very dangerous biker gang in Chicago, and uh, yeah, not a nice guy. That's huge.
1: Well, I was just going to say, I used to get so drunk that my right eye would just clamp for the rest of the night. It would just be like, (laughs) I can't do it.
0: I wish I could have seen you in pirate mode dude incredible
3: uh, well Joss or not Joss Brooke when we were out in uh, in Milwaukee I took the boys Marcus and Henry to the landmark the uh, to landmark which is the one with the bowling alley the video Man, game. that place. was
0: so much
3: fun and we nice. got like, and we got lit off of spotted cow new Glarus oh, god I miss
2: it a beer you could only get in Wisconsin the best uh, it's
0: legitimately the best beer in the country
2: I like their fruit beers. I'm just going to say it. Their strawberry rhubarb fruit beer is one of my Ah. favorite things ever.
0: You're allowed. I like a shandy though. So uh, that's got to like me. It set me up. That's what I want. A shandy. shandy. Shandy.
2: Made by women.
1: Made by women, that beer. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Another interesting question, you guys, Um, with restaurants being sort of nefarious places in and of themselves. Let's uh, ask everyone, where would you store a dead body in a restaurant? If it was up to you underneath the restaurant
3: <laughs> oh is that in the restaurant that's, and that's
2: that's the end of the episode
0: like but that's- is
3: that in the restaurant if it's underneath the
1: restaurant well no. would you do I think is it counts you, property
0: if you murder somebody in that in the place if you murder someone and then you have a really good loyal front of house staff you say you're opening up for reservation we are closing for reservations you get all the equipment you cut a hole in the cement of the basement you dig the hole, you put the body under there, and then you cover up the whole thing. And then no one has any clue what's happened. For, as far as they knew, you just did construction inside of your restaurant. What about
3: right. hiding in plain sight? Oh, that's that's Barry the dummy that always has a drink in front of him. You fool you out. Oh, he's the no, bar regular? And you have like- no one will <laughs> that know. That's incredible. Can, but can you keep the body from rotting? I don't know. I mean Well,
2: with a walk-in cooler, you can preserve that body every day or every night when you shut down. Or oh, you, know? you could do not. What, not a,
3: you could do what they do now with like what is that? Where you can take a sip of Rasputin's dick or like a toe or something. You could chop yeah, up the body but hide him in the liquor, and then you could be Wait, like,
2: "You can drink Rasputin's oh, body." They
0: that is they there was like a rumor of that. Yeah. The idea is that he's just referring to that. There's a. One toe. bar, I forget what it was. It had a toe in a, in a, it was like a cut off toe <laughs> in a thing of like 151 essentially. Yeah. And the goal was that I think that you'd pay to drink it and have, it's good luck for the toe to touch your yeah. lip. Sure. As you take a sip out of the thing. But and when you, you, somebody stole the toe, that's right. Sure. And they had to get a new one. I forget which bar this was. They had to get a new one. And then they, they were like, it's very difficult because it was obviously a super shady story of how they got this toe in there in the first place. Sure.
1: Yep. And and if I may, if I may, uh, can I just let out a Rasputin? Yes. Rasputin! <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. I read a lot of stories, and I don't know if it's a,
2: a good place, but I, I read a lot of stories about finding people in, like, grease dumpsters.
1: That's oh. where bodies get hidden a lot. The grease trap, basically? Not, yeah, the trap, or the like, dump- in, the, in the, oh. the dumpster in the back that of the restaurant that's filled sense. to the brim with grease.
3: That makes yeah. sense.
1: See, okay, now I'm also going, you know, when you walk into the cooler the first thing you see is like a lot of the different like um, five to 10 gallon drums or buckets, right? Right. And we all know killers love to put bodies in drums, big barrels. God, you watch Forensic Files. Fucking, what is it with men loving to dump women in barrels? Well, you always yell at us for not
3: being clean and now finally we're cleaning up our mess. Yes, yeah, maybe we beheaded (laughs) and took all of the limbs off of this person. But think about the bright side of that.
1: But I think, I think I would do like a lot of prep work, right? I would do, the body is part of the prep work, right? You get like, your, you get your little like, um, your mise en place. You're going to do some fine julienne, some mincing. Mm. And you get it real fine, restaurant grade. But And you disperse it in several buckets, but then put the prepped food that's supposed to be in the bucket on top. So you've got your, your potato wedges for French frying this whole thing, but then the body hiding underneath, it's like squirrel restaurant all over again. It sounds like
0: a professional organizer.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think it's a, it sounds like you're trying to sneak
2: weed on an airplane. You know what I mean? you would like, totally. put the weed <laughs> inside the baby powder. You know? You-
3: <laughs> put the weed inside yep. the baby. That is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> that is
0: ridiculous. But now, but, you know, you could put it inside, you could just put it inside your pants pocket because you find out the x-ray machines actually doesn't even register organic material. No. So you can actually just put it in your pocket. If you want. Which aren't we yeah. organic
3: material anyway? Whoa.
1: <laughs> well, we'll just, we'll
3: We'll <laughs> Whoa.
1: We'll end wow. on this horrible note because uh, clearly other people have done it, but they are not as smart as us. We all know and we talk to excess about how insane fucking chefs are. Yes, um, There's there this one chef. Uh, this is not that many years ago. This is in the LA Times. This is, I think, 2018. This motherfucker. Okay, let me give you the short Ooh. of it. He killed his wife. And then spent three days in his commercial kitchen cooking her down to get rid of her, like he was rendering fat. He Ooh. was like, Ugh. "I know, I'm sorry."
0: I responded, to like, "I know, that I know." Was tasty, I know but
1: it's, I know he made no, a nice I, pan sauce. I literally with the went like,
0: mmm, stop it! Mm. Don't say these things." <laughs> but this like
1: rendering
3: fat is what got mm. you so aroused? Yes.
1: Oh my god! But this, Well, okay. honestly, Henry,
3: you're not going to be that happy. His <laughs> wife was only 105 pounds.
1: Gross. Yeah. Right, she was she was a skinny little thing, and she was only she was only thirty nine. So we all know her youth was spent. Yeah, oh. um, that's even that's oh.
0: awful, man. I hate it when well, youth I think goes.
1: One of the worst parts of this is that this
2: motherfucker like ran off with a young waitress at the same time, a twenty three year old waitress who worked at his
3: restaurant. Okay, ah, she'll oh, ruin God. his life.
0: She'll okay. ruin his life further. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's all
3: well, he'll The get weird his. thing is, this guy's name is David Vane's He only got he got fifteen he got fifteen to life so he actually got a pretty nice deal by American standards so he could be out pretty soon.
1: And can we just, for the record, just with everything we hear and every true crime story that we've heard over the span of time, it's like men just get a divorce, okay? Yep. Okay. Are we just saying this about Chris Watts, the Chris Watts story? Yeah. Just being like,
0: you just can like I whatever y- if you're thinking yeah, just- about annihilating your family it is so much easier to just get in the car
3: and disappear yo disappear. Henry Henry and I can tell you when we're on the road especially when we were really str- not really struggling but we when we, we when we would stay at the holiday inn extended stays they are made for the person leaving their family they are no like, questions are asked. You, no questions uh, everything is catered to the divorced dad everyone knows what you're going through there's so many places go, go for the, for the border man yeah just go for the border
0: go to canada live a new life get a whole new family well, just be a mystery is also ghost this, your family
3: also with this guy he got a four-month sentence for marijuana i don't know how to do math but 15 years and four months for marijuana i just feel like it's insane they're not doing right it's not right yeah. Um, And
2: I I think with anybody's marriage, you shouldn't be over you know the dead body of your wife cooking her down and say something like, "I can't believe my marriage has been reduced to this."
3: (laughs) That's honestly that's incredible. I love you. (laughs) That's incredible. Wow, that's actually huge. That's huge. It's unbelievable. It just probably why only got fifteen
1: years. So, but the part of this when this this fucking dumb fuck was trying to explain how he accidentally killed her. Then he was like, well, yeah, when she would get really upset, I would tie her up and duct tape her mouth shut so she would calm down. This Gosh. was a regular. He's like, but then this time what? I fell asleep and I might have duct taped her whole face. Oh so there were God. no breathing holes. These guys got problems. And he goes, he goes, but then I found the body and it was, you know, Hard. It was dead. One thing leads to another. I've got her in a couple different simmering pots. Had to get, re- I mean, I f- you know what happens when you freak out. You cook your wife.
3: Well, this guy is crazy. He says, I cooked her for four days. I let her cool. I strained it out. I do like that he like added the chef, like, let it cool.
1: Right. Uh, I strained <laughs> it out. He dumped Don't, the
3: ruin it. Rem- Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Let- dumped the remains in the trash. And then he hid the skull in his mother's attic.
1: Dude, and then when he, when he knew he was going to get caught, Ugh. he did one of those like poor me things and he leapt off an he leapt off an 80 foot cliff in Rancho Palos Verdes Whoa. but survived and he's in court with like one of those like traction Oh yeah. That's why he's oh my god, what a
3: freaking loser. That
1: is some Harvey Weinstein level trying to get sympathy for being a piece of <laughs> Fucking garbage. Well,
3: honestly, Harvey Weinstein did help out the tennis ball industry, though. He did have all of his little <laughs> tennis balls on his. Yes, seat. and like,
0: "Oh, look how easily
3: he wow. travels." Isn't that amazing? What
2: if, like, my cousin Vinnie Joe Pesci was like the lawyer, and he was like, "You cook your wife." <laughs>
3: yeah, you cook your, you wife?
2: cook your wife. I'm going raging bold. Oh, gotcha. oh, no,
0: no, 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 no! You, you, you hey, cook my you, wife. Uh, you cook my wife. <laughs> No, no, that's, it. that's uh, Robert De Niro. I, yeah, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, that's...
1: wait, wait. I think you, you cooked my wife. Uh, I think you, you, cook you cooked my wife. My wife.
0: <laughs> I think you cooked my wife. Mm, I think you did. I think you <laughs> cooked
3: my wife. <laughs> I'll do this forever. I'm about that's to jump off I an 80-foot cliff.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I think we just wrapped our show perfectly. Um, ben and Henry, thank you so much for being our guests. It means the world to us. Oh, thank
3: you so hey. much for having us. Thank you We're for having me. We're so glad
0: me. that we could do this show together.
1: Yeah, Halloween guests for life, you guys, yeah, always. for
2: life, we're ready to go.
1: <laughs> but friends forever, okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, um, you guys, please, as always, check out these guys, everything on Last Podcast Network. It is their <sighs> empire. They're going to have a super... Um, You guys said that this week was maybe going to be a real grisly, true crime leaning. We have a really intense
0: episode coming up, which I'm very excited for.
1: So we drop, obviously, it's Friday today. We drop pretty early. You guys tend to drop late on Fridays. So check us out. And then after this, Go check them out on Spotify only. But mm-hmm. uh, if you want some good Halloween frights and love these guys as much as we do or are already fans, you know yes. what to do. So check find them me out. On my yeah, own, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can
3: find me on my OnlyFans as well. I, uh, I eat a bunch of M&Ms and I talk about how good they are. I'm just joking. He hasn't <laughs> set it up um, yet. I honestly,
0: there are people really very... Really intense about it.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: Okay. Not happening.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. not happening. You guys,
2: have you have not already, please go rate, review, subscribe to our podcast, go onto our Instagram, check out that Patreon, check out the super fun perks we have for you guys. Uh, well, then, yeah. yeah.
1: Until next week, when, let's see, the world uh, is going to be a different place. Uh, we don't know how, um, considering this is right before a huge election. We'll just say it one last time make your plan to vote. Get it done, folks.
3: I'm figuring it out here in Cali. It's gonna be yep. uh it'll it's be
0: definitely good. a shame that you have to figure out a plan to vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what we're doing. We're about to go vote early right now. Get it and done, you, baby. We're doing that later today
1: as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you guys. Love we you end the show saying the same thing. Godspeed and good tips. There's all right, bye you guys. Bye. bye you guys and good fucking fight. Good
2: fight, guys. <laughs>
3: (laughs) (音楽) I don't know.